welcome back to the Nerd Dose Podcast, where you get your daily dose of nerd content. We are a podcast that covers movies, TV, a little bit of pharmacy when you get the chance. I'm your host, Zach, and per usual, I'm joined by Kyle. Uh, interesting episode today. I yeah. think I said that last week as well. <laughs> I think every episode is interesting. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, but I think the biggest thing with our podcast is today, the day it gets released, this episode at least... Recording on Monday, again, released tomorrow on Tuesday, is that this is our one-year anniversary. Oh, my God. How has it been one year? <laughs> you tell me. I, it, It's mind-blowing that we've actually made it a year. Yeah. It's like, how many episodes have you seen? 32 episodes? 32 episodes. That's yeah, insane. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get started with all of our topics today, uh, just kind of give a rundown. We're going to talk about our one-year anniversary, kind mm-hmm. of like how we are doing as a podcast. Maybe some things we could improve on. Maybe mm-hmm. some regrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to jump over to, of course, Thor Love and Thunder trailer came out today. Literally. This like, morning. Literally at like 11 a.m. or so on Monday. My, yeah, exactly. As soon as we got out of class. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> fucking insane. We've been waiting forever for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Wonderful movie. I'll go a little bit in depth for that. Yeah, he'll give us a nice spoiler-free tidbit of the movie yes i'll just talk aspects but what my favorite parts of it and then mm-hmm. go from there and stuff and then to finalize the episode we got um moon Knight episode three discussion mm-hmm. spoiler discussion per usual <laughs> um i think we liked this episode quite a bit yeah we just rewatched it again yeah like always. of course we did <laughs> yeah and i because i rewatched it when i got home and uh with my parents and stuff I thought it was an interesting episode i just needed to rewatch it again just so like i can catch some of the key features that i didn't really focus on as much i think this episode kind of pulled me into like i was somewhat on the fence about the show maybe not so much that i didn't like it but it didn't like fully grasp me in yeah um it didn't pull you into like but this episode like i'm like i'm ready to dive in let's, yeah let's keep it going because mm-hmm. it's already a halfway point now yeah i know exactly so like the only next... three more weeks yeah three more weeks and then just... dr strange yeah shoot and then two more months later we got thor oh, oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be popular this summer let's hope so <laughs> but per usual um you can listen to us on spotify apple podcasts um youtube um give us a like give us a rating on spotify and apple please tell your friends tell also. your friends yeah we love doing this and we want to keep doing it for you mm-hmm. guys Pay for another year right? yeah another year exactly <laughs> i know can't wait super excited so speaking of that yeah it's been one year <laughs> i know did you think we were making it into a year honestly Yes and no, to be honest. I thought we were going to die this summer. Last summer. <laughs> well, like, I know because during our summer, like, I had stuff going on. I was home. You were still here in um, our, t- your, the college, our college town and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, I know we tried recording one episode when... Awful. Awful hard. Really yeah, hard to it do. it was really bad. It was like a Loki episode two through four recap. And I tried playing it. I spent so much time recording it, trying to edit it. It sounded mm-hmm. awful. Didn't have the time to edit it, and then yeah. I just, we dropped it. We yeah. did, like, a series finale and kind of thing to mm-hmm. follow up on that. Yeah, because I think we did it, what, through Discord or something like that? Yeah, it was not fun. Yeah. But I think, well, it didn't help that both of us were driving one hour away for our jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the time we both were roughly at back at our apartments, it was, what, like, 8, 9 p.m.? Yeah. It was just never good timing. It was hard because we were both tired and exhausted and stuff, so, like... We didn't really feel like doing anything. We mm-hmm. kind of just wanted to get our mind back to like our normal pace, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like when you work, you're like, oh, I don't want to move or do anything. You're just like, let me just 
sit on my ass on my couch, watch some TV, de-stress after having a long day at work, and then mm-hmm. go from there and repeat if we have to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, when we uh, first started this podcast, you mentioned that you, you, you've never seen, like, a pharmacy student type of podcast. No, I never before. seen, I never seen, like, college students, I mean, compared, like, our, in our field, especially doing podcasts like this. I know there are other podcasts that are pharmacy related. There are podcasts where med students talk about random stuff or even just people in general just talk about um, random like movie stuff, for example, mm-hmm. or even just life stuff in general from what I've seen. And I feel like, I don't know if this might have been an issue or not, but I feel like we were going back and forth between pharmacy mm-hmm. and like movie topics. Yes. We couldn't really... I thought that was something we could move forward with, mm-hmm. that we could go back and forth between the two. Yeah. Still kind of maintain an audience. But as the throughout the year, it seemed more towards movies and movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both, we never re- actually had like a full on discussion about the identity of our podcast pretty yeah. much. But um, as you can see with the amount of episodes, you know, pharmacy, it's tough to talk about pharmacy. It is. Yeah. There's a lot of like, stuff that we don't know still as pharmacists or pharmacy students at this point we can talk about certain aspects like we had an episode on the covid vaccines mm-hmm. when we first came out um we even did an episode a couple of weeks ago or so yeah during our seven day challenge where we talked about our updates in pharmacy and stuff it's just such a weird topic for us to go in depth of like we don't we could do the research and knowledge into like knowing it what we can like talk a about lot of time. it is a lot of time and dedication but I know it's stuff we still care about, obviously. Yeah, we love definitely. pharmacy. That's why we're going into this field. And we want... It's just a lot of topics and a lot of stuff that... Very vague mm-hmm. that we would just have to spend more time and dedication compared to when we just do research on, like, movies and all that stuff. And it's very niche audience, And too. niche, yes. You know, I don't think... I think for the most part, our audience mostly listens to us for our movies and kind of tv episodes mm-hmm. unless it's like our personal friends or family mm-hmm. um but yeah like you mentioned like i when we want to talk about pharmacy stuff we want to be right we mm-hmm. want to be credible we want to be accurate mm-hmm. and it's very sometimes very hard to do so yeah it's hard to like give because like we want to be sure we're giving our listeners the correct information mm-hmm. and we're worried that sometimes like oh what if the information we're saying even though with the research we've done we could mess up something yeah, or exactly. we could do that. And like, we don't want to get, I mean, in my opinion, like in uh, trouble yeah. quote, unquote, with that stuff. Well, the biggest thing about grad school is like building up your reputation, yep. building your image. Mm-hmm. And if something small can tarnish that, you're in trouble. Cause yep. you've spent nine years and we both are roughly going to spend nine years in school working up to our doctorate. Mm-hmm. So it's very, we're very cautious. And as we're growing our podcast, we are kind of developing a small, very small audience, mm-hmm. but, Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that small audience is too interested in pharmacy. Yeah. So I like the aspect where we kind of do a little bit like update, like in the before episodes, mm-hmm. like at the beginning of the episodes, kind of like where we're at, just very small. Like tiny things. Yeah. Like, like what oh, was... we had an exam today. Mm-hmm. You know, we had three hours of class this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Just kind of fun little tidbits here and there kind of still sprinkling in our personal life. Yeah. Also pertaining to pharmacy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think like, that makes sense. Like, you know, I feel like as what we probably did earlier in the previous episodes, like, oh, yeah, we had an exam. It was fun. Not really fun. <laughs> oh, we had... um our fraternity thingy or whatever you call Mm -hmm. it so like like you said the sprinkle of like our personal life in pharmacy school would be cool because i feel like that kind of gauges some interest at least to some people yeah i'm more passionate about movies Mm -hmm. 
And I could talk about not talk about movies nonstop, mm-hmm. TV shows nonstop. But again, that doesn't make money. I need a job. I need a career. Yeah. I am also very passionate about pharmacy. It's just so easy, so much easier to talk about movies and TV shows because everyone's seen them. You Those don't need of to them have, also. Yeah, you don't need to have that medical knowledge or background to understand what's going on and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a nice. This podcast has been a nice way to kind of. You know, separate our academic life with our personal life. It's a nice de-stressor time as well for us. Yeah. Like we don't really have to focus on school as much. It's a nice time to like all talk about what we watched recently, give our opinions about it, or just give a cool discussion about it. And then once we're done with this, and just go back and hit the books essentially. Yeah. So, what what regret do you have with this pack? Or what what's one thing you would have done differently? I guess. I guess maybe. Oh, that's a weird one. Maybe probably stick more with going with movies and tv shows i guess maybe and but it's just hard because i wanted to talk about pharmacy stuff but it's like i said er earlier it's just hard to sprinkle in that Mm -hmm. stuff without doing a bunch of time and research and all that stuff because i've I've done big research on like movies and stuff like just to know what i'm talking about and prepare myself Mm -hmm. i just feel like doing research on pharmacy stuff is more in depth i have to do So like, it just feels like more homework on top of that, like already studying that we have to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, do you want to do that, or do you just want to watch a movie and be like, oh, look at all these fun things that are cool to talk exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Something that's more fun mm-hmm. without actually feeling like schoolwork, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Doing more fun stuff compared to like more school stuff, mm-hmm. like one doing, one trying to uh, prepare for our podcast. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think one of the big, I don't know. if of regret but some things that i wanted i wanted to change and kind of moving forward as well would be like our consistency true yeah um you know we can't we started when wandavision came out mm-hmm. didn't even really do a review on that um falcon when a soldier followed up we kind of just did like one or two episodes of that mm-hmm. halfway through the season loki i was like all right this is it we're mm-hmm. at the start of this show let's try to like Go analyze each episode one by one mm-hmm. and then our jobs got in got in the way and we just got really busy over the summer and i was like okay hawkeye here we go let's yeah. go again and then it was the end of the semester when hawkeye released so mm-hmm. that got really intense as well and yeah. moon knight we're staying consistent it's been going well so far I'm very excited yeah because i feel like at least we kind of like i mean i feel like me and you kind of have realized like what we've done so far it's we record these on a monday we don't really have going anything going on because we have our lecture from 8 to 11. Mm-hmm. And then between 11 and kind of 2.30-ish, we have a really decent break. So <laughs> it's funny what we've been doing is we get our like lunches, come back to like your apartment essentially, and then rewatch Moon Knight just so we can prepare. Yeah. And then we record, yeah, which is funny. <laughs> so yeah, we finally like found somewhat of a temporary schedule. Yeah. And next year will be a lot easier because we'll be next door neighbors. Exactly, yeah. And... I think it would be all more fun next year as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at a, um, our third year is essentially an hour away in a different city. It's in a big city. Yeah, it's a city I'm from. Yeah. You not so much. But, like, I, I feel like I'm going back to my hometown. I'm going back to everything. It just feels normal again. Yeah. And you're, you're um, for you, kind of slightly normal. A little slightly, in. yeah. Because, like, where we're at, it's rural, very rural. Yeah. Compared to... Country. Yeah, country. Yeehaw country, essentially. Yeah. Compared to where we're going to move, not even next year, next couple months, essentially. Yeah, I know. I'm moving two months. Yeah. It's pretty much what I've been used to, like an urban life, essentially. Yeah, I think we're both, it's pretty obviously that we're both kind of like, I wouldn't say city boys, but I like the city more than I like country. the city also, yeah. yeah. I just like, 
you know, we have people from more country than what our town is right now. And yeah. They, they mentioned like, I have to drive two hours to go to a Walmart or something like mm-hmm. that, or even a Target. And I'm like, I have to drive five minutes. Yeah, literally, I can go five minutes to go somewhere and I'm there. <laughs> like literally when I was home for Easter, for example, I literally just... It took me five minutes yeah, to go no, to exactly. my, go watch a movie or five minutes to go to the yeah, mall. Yeah. Or as it takes some people... Right uh, now, it takes an hour to go to go see a movie. Where yeah. We're at right now. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It's <laughs> annoying. So, like, I re- I'm excited going back to, like, what I've been used to for the past, oh, I don't know, 23 years, 25 <laughs> years of my life, essentially. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm excited and happy I'm kind of going back to my normal groove. Mm-hmm. So, but more money spending, but that's fine. <laughs> what is one thing you want to improve on? Like, uh, like more guests, maybe? Guests would be cool. I would love to incorporate more. It was cool we just did that collab with uh, Lights, Camera, Rant with Lee. Yep. Um, I would love to do some more collabs um, with other podcasters or even like try to get some more friends, essentially, if possible. I When I work, I work like eight hours a day every Friday. Yeah. Uh, my mind does not stop racing with like podcast ideas, oh, I see. who to invite, what kind of guests trying to figure it out and i don't know if you've noticed that at all but like i text you like on a friday afternoon like we need to do this let's mm-hmm. do this yeah you blah, have blah, that. yeah um because i have an easy job like i don't work in a pharmacy but i just very mind-boggling so i just have a lot of time to think yeah and that always i don't think about school i think about the podcast yeah how we good. can improve on it what's a future episode idea mm-hmm. going forth with it i think one of the fridays a few weeks ago is when i came up with that seven Seven, seven day challenge, challenge. Day. yeah i was like i'm going on break in two weeks um let's we're both i mean we both are going on break in two weeks let's see if we can try to get you out seven episodes yeah i mean like as long as we had like the time and consistency to like do it and like if we were both dedicated to doing it then like i'll do it obviously mm-hmm. so and like you said it was break well what else were we gonna exactly. do on break so exactly. besides sit on my ass and watch movies and stuff yeah, more guests is the is the goal. Mm-hmm. I have some friends who've showed interest in coming on for an episode or two. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of the issues are with technology. Yeah, who has mics? Mm-hmm. You know, we have mics. I don't know if other people have mics, but yeah, I think going forward, we're excited. I think we're gonna go another year. I'm hoping we can. I, I mean, think it, we can because I think if I mean, like you said earlier, we're literally next in the next couple months, we're gonna be neighbors. Yeah. So like, it's gonna be a little bit easier for us to like move back and forth to like do record record our podcast and stuff. So I think it'll be easier. I am a little bit worried during the school year I as know. well. I'm because, worried about the summer. Summer, yes and no. Yeah, because that's another <laughs> big factor as well. Because we dropped maybe two episodes last summer. Yeah. Two or three. And I, I can, as I'm like thinking right now, like I'm starting a new job yeah. and I mean, it's doable. There's a way we can do it yeah. as long as we communicate with each other. Definitely. So if we can so- set a solid foundation of what we can do and maybe like have a plan. Somewhat of a schedule. Yeah. And then go from there and then like, I have to talk to you about vacation, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> like I already have ideas for new logos. Oh, wow. I want to try to create a new intro, possibly even like an animation with the intro. Oh, yeah. I think you should. I want to redesign the whole YouTube page. Mm-hmm. I I really want to do a bunch of stuff. And it's just up to up to us on whether we have the time to do it or anything like that. So. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like. As much time as I want to dedicate to the podcast, I also have to think about yeah, school, school, work, work, What's more important? <laughs> personal stuff, you know. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's a good. I like it. it's a good stress relief mm-hmm. on the side. 
nothing too stress about. Yeah. Least. And we're growing. I'm very excited. Yeah, we are going there. Glad it's getting enough. a lot of listeners within the past, I think, like two months. Yeah. So, so out of nowhere. I'm very yeah, excited. I'm excited. We hope you guys stay with us for another year. Yes, please. That's, <laughs> I, again, I'm still surprised we got a, a year I know, in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jumping over to the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Mm-hmm. Directed by Taika Waititi. I was going to say, yeah, that's who's our uh, director. Yep. Natalie Portman making a return. Mm-hmm. We got Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got what looks like um, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. She's mm-hmm. coming back as King of asgard mm-hmm. and new asgard new asgard king of new asgard yep you yeah. caught me mm-hmm. and this and this... then uh chris pratt star lord oh yeah chris pratt's coming back as mm-hmm. star lord we got uh core coming back played mm-hmm. by taika as well yeah uh mantis i forgot who the actress is um, yeah we got the rest of the guardians actually made like a small glimpse in the trailer who you know what who i didn't notice though was gamora yeah, yeah. so i don't I know, know. do you happen. think I think um, special weird appearance. Maybe? I keep having this theory. I don't think she's gonna show up in Thor, but okay. I feel like I feel like they're gonna solve the whole Gamora thing with the holiday special ah, this year. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, James Gunn, you know, he mentioned before that he has written the the script for Guardians three for like a very long time. Oh yeah, I think it's all like he was he had that written back in like twenty like 19, 2018, something like that. Okay, and then. You know, the whole thing, events of Avengers happened, Gamora dying. I don't mm-hmm. know if that happened in his script. I kind of leaning towards not. Yeah, that's the and only then, factor. Yeah. Endgame brought Gamora back, kind of reckoning her death as mm-hmm. a different, um, like, alternate version of her. And I think, yeah, I think she's going to come back as the Christmas special. And then Guardians 3 can just go, not exactly how he originally had it, but very close to it. Close to it, but have, like, some rendition, like, yeah. to, some tweaks you would have to fix. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, that would be interesting to come back to because I'm also thinking maybe like, oh, what's if it's a post credit scene where yeah, exactly. uh, in Thor Love and Thunder, like we see Gabora walking mm-hmm. somewhere and shit like that. So yeah, this Thor Love and Thunder looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely got the Taika style, very similar vibes to Ragnarok, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Very colorful. Very, yeah. very colorful. Very colorful. Yeah. I'm loving it. I already love the intro song. Yeah. Sweet, Sweet Child, Child of, of Mine. mine. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> love Rose's, that song. Right? Yeah. I love that song growing up. Same. I remember playing it in Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think Taika does a great job with bringing back old popular music. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to James Gunn. But James Gunn brings back, like, like I wouldn't say more rare, but definitely um, less known music. Mm-hmm. But Taika brings back, you know, he brought back the Immigrant Song. Uh, for Ragnarok, which I heard they paid like $5 million to Seriously? get that song. To get the copyrights? Yeah. yeah. So mm. it was cool just to see the Sweet Child of Mine play throughout this song. And you could tell Thor doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. Yeah. It's like contemplating like, okay, he, does he want to still be a superhero or not? Kind of seems like he doesn't. Yeah. It's so like, I don't know what he's going to move on from there. So And he loses weight. Yeah. I like how they showed a little clip of him doing the chains. I know, like the whole, like, you move the ro- yeah. chain up and down. I used to do that for Swim quite a bit. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Where we get glimpses of uh, New Asgard, which mm-hmm. looks very different than how we saw it in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, because I saw, I think, from the trailer, there was, cruises. Like, there was like cruise ships. So is it like, it's funny, you go on a cruise and you can go visit New yeah, Asgard? I don't know. So, like, but it's not, but like, isn't in New Asgard, like, somewhere in the middle? middle europe or something yeah like that? it's like 
like it looked like like Norway or something like Ireland, maybe Scotland. I, I have no idea. Yeah. It looked very different. So like, so maybe they changed it. I don't know. So like, I'm thinking like, okay, do people just go on a tour? Is is it like is New Asgard a tourist? Yeah, town? I could see it happening. It's <laughs> funny. And like, I don't know if like Valkyrie likes that or not. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a small glimpse of her, kind of like dressed up, looked like she was going to talk in front of like a council or something. She's like in a meet, like yeah. a town meeting or something. Yep, we get glimpses of, like you mentioned, Thor with the Guardians. I feel like that's going to pretty much just start off. Like Thor is going to be with the Guardians, lose his weight, mm-hmm. and then he's like, you know what, I'm done with this, and then just leaves. <laughs> yeah, because like, what was it? There was a scene, I think the Guardians were going to go face Fight, something. And he just turned around and He's like, away. yeah, I'll do my own business, essentially. <laughs> And I think the biggest thing of this trailer is we got our first look at Mighty Thor mm-hmm. playing by Jane Foster. Yeah. From Jane Foster, yeah. So, like, I'm curious, is it at, like, a variant or is it just someone? I think it's going to be her. It's actually yeah, her. Yeah, I think it's going to be his Jane. Oh. Um, the whole how Milner is, like, working again. I don't know what the fuck that's going to be like. Because, like, Mjolnir, it was cracked open. Yeah, she, it broke. It yeah. broke. And the little glimpse we did see of, like, her catching it, like... Thor was surprised. Like, mm-hmm. He didn't know. He She's has worthy. no idea what's going on. Yeah. So like, what the ha- like? I want to know what the backstory is. There probably is a connection. Yeah. In the comics, obviously, but. And I, um, I think from small toy releases, we've seen. I've seen at least that um, Mjolnir can like break apart mm-hmm. and kind of be used like a whip kind of thing, oh. and then get brought back together as a hammer. Mm. I don't know. Kind of like a lasso of truth from Wonder Woman. Maybe. But like, I don't know. But really. in all like bits and pieces. Because it yeah. can like break up and then come back together. I don't mm-hmm. know. It seemed really weird from the toy. I had no idea what was going on. But um, Natalie Portman looks buff. Yeah. It looks so fucking weird. We were like, I think, I don't know if we were, we were saying like, is it actually Natalie Portman? Yeah, I know exactly. Because she's so tiny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's funny. Or like a body double. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited to see this mm-hmm. movie. I think it's going to be really interesting. One thing we didn't we didn't get to see uh, Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. Um, assuming that's going to be the next trailer. Mm-hmm. They teased us. They did like this small tease a few weeks ago, stating and like they spelled out the word eleven, so everyone thought it was going to be four eleven. Mm. Was the trailer going to release? Mm. But then it was a week later. I don't know what the decision was behind that or not. Because, like, also, I don't. It's been so long since we've gotten trailers. Yeah, like and this. it's the shortest amount of time in between trailer and then the actual movie. Because the movie's supposed to come out in July, also. Yeah, I think it's like beginning of July, so it's like literally two and a half months away. Yeah, two so, three months. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, that's insane. So, like, <laughs> I wonder what's when the next trailer is going to release, where it's we're going to get revealed more with what the show is going to be about mm-hmm. essentially so yeah we got a small look i don't know what this place is called i feel like it's olympus olympus for like on its own planet or something mm-hmm. like that because we saw zeus? a little bit of we saw a little bit of zeus mm-hmm. but i feel like zeus is going to get murdered by gore which is oh is that a thing yeah i mean he's the god butcher true oh, i think you ew. gotta bring back russell crowe you gotta bring russell crowe just to kill him off mm. <laughs> Who is going to play Zeus, you think? Is it it's Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Never mind. Sorry. So I think that's funny. Huh. I don't know. I'm very... I don't know where this movie's going to go. Very colorful. Very vibrant. I think the scenery looks really cool. Or some of the cinematography shots seem very elegant. Yeah, say. very updated to like, what 2022 has brought, especially. Mm-hmm. Compared to... like, I mean, I remember watching... Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was like colorful as well. Yeah, that was really, that and that was really gorgeous. And that came out like what twenty fourteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so compared to twenty twenty two, after eight years, mm-hmm. like 
yeah it's like what the fuck yeah we got enough shit to talk about for our podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> finishing moon knight go rain doctor strange uh-huh. got, got, that's probably gonna have a couple episodes in itself mm-hmm. and then like a month and a half later door i know <laughs> so like it's gonna keep we're gonna where are we going i know hell yeah yay um so how did you like uh everything everywhere all at once yeah so i just watched Every, everything everywhere all at once during uh, our easter break during our easter break on saturday with the family um i loved it i'll just say that it was a very interesting movie where it was it's a multiverse movie essentially mm-hmm. um and in my opinion it gave me a good glimpse of what multiverse movies can be about i know there was some release like way back when um but comparing that from like a 2000s movie to a 2022 multiverse movie it just it made me want to watch this again sometime soon. Um, you even said it could be one of your favorite movies yep, ever. It's probably going to be one of my favorite movies ever of my whole entire life compared to what I've said in the past. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, just going over the cast. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh's in it, Stephanie Hsu, Kihue Kwan, which I don't know if you knew, he was actually short-rounded Indiana Jones. Really? Yeah, which I didn't know. I was like looking at the casting and I'm like, this guy was short-round. I'm like, what the hell? And like, I was like thinking when Indiana Jones came out, like what, 90s, 70s something? It was like 80s. Yeah. (laughs) It's like 40 years. Yeah. And then Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, directed by Dan Kwan and Dan Schneider. I think they're like the Dan brothers and produced by the Russo brothers. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty much the plot for this is like a multiverse is being threatened by someone. And they think Evelyn Wong, played by Michelle Yeoh, is the person that can stop this other person from destroying the universe is, so that is her like i guess variant that enemy i'm assuming it's someone i won't okay. spoil it i'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much the whole premise of what this movie is gonna is about very cool transitions and very cool like how they manipulated the multiverse stuff because i think if you watch the trailer you can see them using like bluetooth like mm-hmm. thingies under hat on their heads and it's like the old Bluetooth things back in the day when people were trying to do like cell phone calls. Yeah. Especially if like you're like a businessman or some shit. Yeah. Um, like on Blackberry. Yeah. Like those <laughs> ones. So I thought that was a really cool concept of how they did that because it's how that worked in the movie was if you can hear one thing in one ear and that's one universe and in the other ear is your other universe. Interesting. Yeah. So like you, the um, Evelyn especially had to like learn how to differentiate between what she wants to listen to and which one she had to tone out in order for her to focus. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I think you could see from the trailers, like, I'm going to just say variants. I don't know what they call them in the mm-hmm. movie, but I'm so used to Loki. No, it's a kind of, it's a good concept. But yeah, uh, like comparison. her different selves slash variants, like learn different sk- or have different skills that she doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she picks up on it or if she develops them as well or she no she can access them right? yeah you access them yeah mm-hmm. you access and, them and i keep seeing like um a clip of like her husband mm-hmm. also having like similar situation or fighting style as mm-hmm. she does so like seems like everyone's getting wrapped into the whole multiverse as well yeah it's not just her mm-hmm. yeah there's different ones but it's like it singles out into one universe mm-hmm. um her universe essentially and how they it's a thing called in the movie called verse jumping Okay. where they had if because you know if you know what multi how multiverse works it's like there's a path that you choose you go either left or right for example and then if you go left on one path that's one universe and if you go right that's another universe and 
how it works if they want to link it they just trace back to a timeline where you can get back to like let's say if you want to learn there's a universe where you knew kung fu there's like a trace path that they had to follow to find it and then they link it back to where you are but in order for them to access it they had to do some weird like um transition in order for them to access it okay yeah i'm not sure that not to give away too much of the movie, but that's Kyle. like it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's though. like the basics. Yeah, that's a basic. That's um, there's more in depth though. You would sure. recommend people to go see it though. Yes. But I, what do you rate it? I probably nine out of ten. Nine, nine and a ten half. out of ten. Not nine and a half, maybe a ten out of ten. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I just that's loved... like one of your. I think that is their highest rating. Mm-hmm. I just loved how it is, like how the action, the comedy. The plot twist itself, the the creativeness of the multiverses, um, that's what I loved about the movie. I loved how there's a lot of, there's also like lessons you can learn from it. A lot of heart. A lot of heart, especially. And to me personally, I kind of connected with it, Mm -hmm. not just with the multiverse, but like how the lesson is that you learn from the movies. That's good. So like, I guess it kind of affects me a little bit, like about generational trauma is like a lesson that you learn Mm -hmm. from it. Like parents don't understand how you are compared to... Yeah, and stuff, I feel so. like that's very advent in today's generation mm-hmm. compared to like what it was years ago. Exactly, especially like with you know how I grew up as a kid mm-hmm. compared to how my parents grew up. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a big disconnect. So yeah, and it's vice just fun. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like relate. It's kind of like hits me. It tugs me at the heart because it relates. I can relate to how it is, especially. That's good. Mm-hmm. good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. So I really need you to watch it. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I'm gonna see a movie next. I know. I, I'm trying to drag Cayman to go see. I've been trying to drag Cayman to go see The Lost City because she. I know that's a movie she'd love. Mm. Maybe not so much myself, but she loves like Sandra Bullock's one of her favorite actresses. Oh, with Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Mm. So it just looks like. And I heard for the most part for what that movie is, is that seems like a pretty good time from the little reviews I've looked at. But yeah, I've been trying. I wanted to go see Batman last week. Mm. I never ended up doing that. Oh, I was going to say, did you ever... Yeah. No, just plans didn't work out and driving. Gas mm. is expensive right now, mm-hmm. but that's okay because Batman's back on HBO Max today. I was going to say, it just came out today, right? <laughs> yep, very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well, we'll see. May have to wait till DVD or streaming for that one. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> oh, what's, uh, what's nice though about streaming services is they're dropping movies... What, less than two months after their release? I yeah. mean, look at when Batman came out. I was gonna a say, month and a half ago. I was gonna beginning say, yeah. of March. Yeah, because like you said, March came out. Yeah. A month and a half-ish, give yeah, or take. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. So, in a month and a half, I'm sure it'll probably be on Hulu. I'm guessing. It's, it's probably going to be Hulu, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a Hulu pro- uh, movie to go on that yeah. platform. Yeah, produced by, yeah, it was by A24, so. Yeah. We'll see. That. Or maybe <laughs> HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Oh, mm. yeah, that'll probably be a good one too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I'll definitely give it a shot when I get the chance. Yes, it's one of my favorite. I'm probably gonna try to watch it sometime soon. Yes, yeah. oh, you bastard. I know. Well, we'll see. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three more weeks, baby. Let's mm-hmm. go. Uh, Moon Knight episode three. Yeah. Um, strongest episode you think? I feel like it's pretty comparable to episode one. Yeah, I was gonna say that because I think when I when we talked about episode two last week. It, I compared it going down a tiny bit. Yeah. But then now episode three kind of picked back up. Like the slightest bit yeah. last yes. week. Episode one was very fast paced. And then episode two, a little bit slower paced, mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with that. But then like immediately into this episode, it was fast paced again. Yeah. And as there's nothing wrong with the tone. You know, it's just the pacing just seems a little choppy to mm-hmm. me. 
um, when I look back at all three episodes as a whole. Um, but out of like, I would guess comparing it to the rest of the Disney Plus shows, I feel like it does flow the most. So mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I feel like, um, you know, many of the other shows have different directors and you could tell that the tone changes each episode. You know, sometimes it's more dark, sometimes it's more humorous. I feel like the tone has been like flawlessly consistent for with these three episodes. Yeah, it has been consistent. I know for this one, the beginning of it was more action-based. Yeah. And then it kind of transitioned over to kind of dramatic and more serious, I guess, tone. Yeah, because it keeps jumping that line between being serious and dark, going yeah. back to subtle jokes, mm-hmm. but at the same time having this adventure type feel of a storyline mm-hmm. you know they keep going back let's go to this artifact let's find this location definitely gives you the vibe as everyone has been saying indiana jones mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. everyone keeps constantly saying that yeah i never i mean now that you say that it's yeah it's been like indiana jones vibes with this show yeah it doesn't help that it's like located in the desert either yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie was or the show was filmed in jordan yeah and i'm very i'm happy to see what jordan looks like and it's portrayed to be in Egypt, mm-hmm. but I'm sure like the settings are very similar, mm-hmm. vice versa. But it looks looks gorgeous. It looks really cool, and very nice fresh take to get a different setting in the MCU. That's true because like we never really got in a like African besides um, Black Panther, obviously. Yeah, more Northern African, I think that's yeah. what it's at. Yeah, this is like I think more because they speak Arabic in mm-hmm. the show, so I think it's more leaning towards like you mentioned to me earlier today. More leaning towards Middle Eastern, which I didn't know about about Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's around that like kind of vicinity with those. So because mm-hmm. I know, I mean, look back at the previous MCU shows. Like we had New York essentially for most of this stuff. Hawkeye was Hawkeye, all in New York. Hawkeye, Loki Avengers, was in its own universe. <laughs> Loki had its own stuff going. Falcon on. and the Winter Soldier had a little taste in like Europe and stuff. Mm-hmm. Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was mostly like the final episode ended in New York again. Mm-hmm. So it was just nice. It was nice to have a nice change up in London, and even a nicer like take in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rather I like focus. It's cool that we're focusing more on this country, also. Yeah. So and it just makes you feel like you know Mark Mark Stevens' story is like separate from everything else. Mm-hmm. I think besides the Majipur, 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 yeah. Besides that reference, we haven't really been had any more like links or references to the actual like rest of the mcu yeah course. it's been focused more on this is moon night moon night only especially yeah and i like that mm-hmm. it makes it it makes it feel like contained it feels it's more sp- personal it's personal yeah it's more related to like i said you only focus on what moon knight is focusing yeah on. and i think oscar isaac mentioned it earlier that this isn't a moon knight show this is like a character development character uh this is more like a character analysis. Ah, I like see. we're diving right into Mark, Stephen, someone else, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, do we want to go into yeah, that? Yeah, let's go bit? into that. I, they're in the deserts, or kind of. They're on the cliff. Let's yeah, on the cliff. Uh, Mark wakes up. He's stabbing someone, mm-hmm. and Stephen is shocked. He goes, "You're a madman. Why do you keep killing people?" And but Mark doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And it came to the realization that you know Mark Stephen's not killing these people, and then Mark's not killing these people. So who's killing him? Yeah. Who's more brutal? Who's this person? <laughs> um, I think it's pretty obvious at this point, if you know a little bit of the lore of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, we think it's Jake. Yeah. Jake Lockley, I think it is his last name. I've mentioned him in the past episodes of our podcast as well. 
Um, I I didn't know this, but the first episode, or no, the first comic book that showed Moon Knight is had three people on the cover. Oh, really? So like, and then look at the posters. Do yeah. you remember that poster? There was three, three of them. Yeah. There was Moon Knight, and we perceived as just regular Mark at the time, uh-huh. and then Mr. Knight's, but maybe it's Mr. Knight, Jake's in the middle, and then Mark is Moon Knight. Yeah, so that could be the thing. So, But do you think he's the going to be like an eviler version? Yes, 100%. He's more brutal. I see. I think you saw he had a knife. He killed someone. He killed people. And then he brought him back to Mark. You could tell Mark has somewhat of a moral compass. You know, he he didn't he didn't punch that guy. He opened his fist, mm-hmm. um, slapped him. It's sad. And yeah. then when Kanchi was like, put him, bring him over the cliff. Like Mark was like, no, I don't. He was kind like, of skeptic. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do that. He's just a kid. I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. So he, even though he does kill quite a bit as Moon Knights. He doesn't I, kill to a big extent. Yes, he's not brutal. He's not. He does. He has a moral. He's not a uh, what is it, a sociopath. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that they've kind of hinted at like, who is this? It wasn't me. Well, it wasn't me either. Mm-hmm. Definitely indicates like another personality. There's a third one. Yeah, because I think from Mar- in Mark's like perspective, he will only kill or hurt these people if there's a valid reason as to why. Um, whereas I think if it's SJJ, he'll just kill to kill essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this, if we're going back and forth with theories nonstop and, you know, did Jake kill Layla's dad mm-hmm. and Mark knew about it? Did Jake kill all those people at that dick site mm-hmm. that Mark is supposedly wanted for? Yeah. For like executing them? Yeah. Like literally calling, putting their yeah. bags over the head. Bag over the head, shot in the back of the head. Yeah. Or, and... Was Layla's dad a part of that execution? Mm. There's so many theories going on. And I think I like this show quite a bit on how it's not focusing so much on the past. It's just, it threw you right into the story. And then you're, you're pretty much in the same situation as what Steven was like. In the first two episodes, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's very vague. Yeah. Very, very vague. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's maybe what could lead to the choppy pacing from my end at least that kind of that is still we're in the dark um we're halfway through the season yeah so i'm very curious like what the next three episodes the final three episodes yeah, are gonna and be i about. don't want a huge like exposition dump you know i i like the twists and stuff and i like the mystery but i just don't want like like episode two felt like such a big epi- exposition dump like mm-hmm. this is what's happening and everything it was more background stuff and yeah. i'm like okay i get it but like I want a nice flow of it. You want a flow of it and want more trying to get to that like high point. Like, okay, this is the peak of the show. What's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping like, I mean, like I said, let's hope with the next episode four, five and six, we'll get more of that stuff as well. Cause I mean, if you saw when we saw the end of episode three, when they were turning back the moon, uh, Khonshu was going to, was turned to stone. Killer scene. Yeah. Gorgeous. Scene. A beautiful scene. Also. What the fuck? Martin? Yeah. God, <laughs> they keep coming up with these like, glamorous shots and mm-hmm. settings and they wow it's always just like what is happening i know so like i'm curious now because we saw them pa- pass out so we don't see Conchu anymore yeah and are they gonna have their powers i'm assuming not yeah so and also is it gonna be steven that's gonna wake up because since he was the last person to control the body mm-hmm. so is it steven or is it gonna be mark or is it gonna be jake that's gonna mm-hmm. come out yikes so <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I think... Yeah, I don't know either. It, um, they left it on cliffhanger, per mm-hmm. usual. And from what I've heard from the screeners who watched it, they got to watch four episodes mm. 
first four episodes rather than like the first two or first episode. So they essentially watched two thirds of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pretty much all have known this information from up to this point, up until next week at least, or in a few days, my apologies. And, you know, they everyone keeps stating episode four is the best one yet. Mm. So got some hope for that. Yeah, because I mean, I, I just now thinking now, now that I'm thinking about it, um, we there was a scene in the trailer where it's um, Mark or Steven or whatever. They're like in an asylum or something like that. Oh, really? In a hospital or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Are they? When are they coming back to like the mainland? Are they staying in Egypt for like yeah. two more episodes? And mm-hmm. then the last episode, they're coming back? That's my thing. So like, is Layla going to take Mark or, Sp- or Steven Ooh, or whoever to yeah. the hospital Maybe. and then go from there and see like what's going to, what are they going to do with Steven mm-hmm. and them? I don't know. That's like my. I'm like guessing because we. That's all I can think of from what the next op possible episode can be about. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Arthur Harrow? Do you are you liking him as a villain? Oh, he's a good villain. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's he's fucking wild. Because mm-hmm. like he, all, I didn't like. Well, like because of his character, not because of the actor acting. Like he literally was lying throughout the whole trial process of convicting. Arthur for summoning uh, Amit. Mm-hmm. Like, he could tell he's lying through his freaking teeth. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my god. And then he started playing the victim. He goes, I was abused by Kanchu. This poor man is also being abused. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, you know, why did why did Kanchu leave Arthur? Mm-hmm. You know, Arthur mentioned at the very end of the episode, like, they, uh, what is it? Like, me liking the killings that you've made me like do i've is like the biggest sin of them all Mm -hmm. but you have brought me to this point and i am who i am because of you something like that so you could tell he broke him down yeah he messed with him now did now did Kanchu choose mark because of because of that why arthur had accessibility because he's so he's already broken is it easy to jump cling on to him i don't know so yeah because like i'm trying to think what made like you said, what made him jump from Arthur to Mark slash Stephen? And it definitely seems like it was a traumatic incident that created, not created, but like definitely split these personalities into actual like beings. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because he, you know, Mark constantly keeps saying like, I've had this under control. I've had this under control until recently. What? What is it? What is recently? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking maybe the death of Layla's dad. Could be. And that could cause the trigger of to moving. I wondered about that, but it seems like Layla's dad has been dead for a while. Oh, okay. so I don't know. Well, like, how long has Kanchu been with Mark though? I, we don't know. And same thing with like how what was the length with with, um, Kanchu and Arthur? Mm-hmm. There's like I don't know like the timeline exactly. with how long they were with each other. Yeah, I really, but I do think Ethan Hawke is doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's doing amazing. Yeah, I, I love I love his character. His villain is very sinister, very calm and collected. You know, he doesn't use violence as a way to like attack someone. You saw you saw Mark do it, mm-hmm. or you saw Kanchu. Kanchu was the one who threw the tried to punch him, not yeah. Arthur. You know, I, it's always the other way around. I know. It's, Is that wild? Like uh, it's always the hero that's the one who's got everything together. But now it's the villain. I know the villain. The parallel. Like, he knows what they're what to do, and because like I mean, Arthur knew Conchu essentially, mm-hmm. and knows how his mind works. Yeah. So he's trying to manipulate to make Arthur. He now, because he has that knowledge, he can now manipulate it to make Conchu essentially a bad guy. Yeah. And put the good guy pers- 
persona essentially yeah i think him. it just feeds into the fact that the gods already all hated kanchu they and did, then yeah. he's just like like yeah this is the reason to but like, like do they hate him. him did they hate did the gods hate kanchu prior to knowing arthur i think so yeah i think the biggest reason why they are very against one another is because the gods wanted to Stay away from humanity. Oh, yeah, they did say that. They mentioned that in the trial, and Kanchu was the only one who kept staying involved with humanity. Yes, intermingling with them. Yep, especially with, like, the sky he can change. But most importantly, with his Moon Knight avatar that he keeps doing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, very cool. Uh, I think the biggest thing I liked about this episode was the dynamic between Mark and Steven. Yeah, we got a lot of bit more growth knowing them that they can actually work together. Yeah, it's so cool. Instead of against each other. It's so cool. I mean, I feel like this has been done in movies in the past, but mm-hmm. it just feels so different and fresh. Um, you know, he doesn't make Steven feel as useless as he is. Mm-hmm. He has knowledge. He's yeah, smart. I know, exactly. <laughs> he has book smarts, whereas uh, Mark, I feel like I consider him more like the street smart or the brawl type guy. Yeah. So, and if they can manip- work well with each other, then they can be a very successful partnership. Yeah, it could be a great team. A and team, it seems yeah. like they're definitely kind of leading into that pathway. Mm-hmm. I liked how Steven is like starting to develop um, this confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, he's telling Mark, no, he's like, piss off. He's like, no, I, I don't want to do this for you. Yeah. Like, give me my body back and yeah. I'll do it. And then he gave him his body back and he stepped. He got stabbed. He's like, yep, yep, come on, let's go. Come take I love body. that scene. Uh, yeah, he was he's like, like I... I'm taking your body in the middle of this fight. And yeah. then immediately, time out, everyone. Time Chill the F out. out. And then he immediately gets stepped. Take it back. Take, take it back. back. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. I want to go. <laughs> it's like you tag team out like, yeah, when you're exactly. playing like a video game or something. Ah, oh, I freaking love that. That yeah. was really funny. <laughs> I, I also, I think I t- said that to you earlier that when uh, Stephen was saying, everybody chill the F out. Kind of gave me a little reminiscence of uh, Star Lord Star-Lord from War. Infinity War. So yeah. I'm like, oh, a little knockback, hit back from that. Oscar Isaac, I mean, we've hammered this home mm-hmm. every freaking episode. There's this one scene in the desert where he changes from Mark to Steven, mm-hmm. where it's just a blink in the eye. Yeah. Blink in the eye. Like, you literally saw his facial expression go from Mark to Steven. And it was mind-blowing. It was like, I, kept, I keep rewatching it, and I'm like, Wow, you could see like, the like instantly. emotion. It was yeah. so fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac's an amazing actor. Like, oh my god, it gave me a little chill. Yeah, it does, time. doesn't it? And I'm like, because like, and like, not even if you added like the music part, um, when they did that transition, but you just see, like you said, the emotion, the eyes, even a shoulder drop. I think he did, or broadening or something like that. But ah, oh, just amazing acting. Because like, especially when you're playing a person that has two personalities. You're playing, you're essentially doing two roles at once. Yeah, he's doing two roles. Yeah. yeah. And you can see the chemistry that Marcus Steven have, even though they're the same person. I know. It's, and it, that that helps with the dialogue, the writing, and everything, but that also isn't done well without Oscar Isaac's performance. I know. It's insane. I'm proud of how Oscar Isaac is doing with I this. like how um, Steven has like a crush on Layla. I was going like, to say, he's like so madly like, in love with her. So do you think Layla's going to have a little bit more crush with Steven now? I feel like she's going to. I don't know. Because I feel like Mark, I think Mark is like the middleman. Yeah. I think Jake is the brutal one. Yeah, like far off. Yeah, Mark has more compass, but then Steven is the innocent, calm, super nice one. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Mark is like right stab in the middle between Jake and Steven since mm-hmm. they're so much polar opposites. So I'm trying to still think then, is is it Mark's body or still Steven's body? I know. I feel like it's Mark's. <laughs> you think? I, I just keep leaning towards Mark only because of the comics and everything and I don't 
feel like it's too off from what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hear like the origin stories kind of lining up to some something similar to what they did in the comics. Mm. I try not to read too much of the comics or mm-hmm. theories because I don't want to spoil for myself. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I think the dynamic between Steven and Mark has been great. You know, take take Mark out when he needs to fight. Take mm-hmm. Steven out when you need to use the brain. It's, yeah. it's cool. If they can work, like I said, if they can work together with it, then they'll be a, now, a, it's an amazing team. Is the twist going to be like Jake's reveal or something? Is Jake the villain? Yeah. So I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I this... mean, we got um, we got introduced to Anton Mogar, I think that's I think his so. name. Yep. Mm-hmm. And very sad passing. The actor passed away in January, I mm-hmm. believe, from a skiing accident. Damn. I'm going to look up his name real quick. Yeah, I never knew he di- he passed away from a skiing accident. Yeah, very, very sad. Gaspard Uliel. I think mm. his name was probably botching that yeah. he was young very i think he was in his early 30s oh wow he was i believe he was going to be like the sun knight mm. so opposite moon knight um i feel like he's going to be the end up being like the avatar for Amit, only because arthur is so like old and crippled and stuff like that but could i could be entirely wrong but yeah, it's interesting. Oh my gosh, I'm looking up the cast list. I see Wendy Spector. I think that's his mom. Oh, wow. So that's gonna come back? Maybe. Ooh. Mom's the it's actual and I, mom. And I see Elias Spector. I wonder if that could Sister? be his brother. Oh, Elias or whatever. Oh, Elias. And then even Amit has their actual someone playing. I don't know. Is, is that accurate though? Yeah, I know. Is that accurate? Yeah. That's the question. Mm-hmm. But I think it's yeah. I'm very excited to see where this show goes. Three more weeks can be sad. Yeah. What do you think about the relationship between Mark and Layla going so far? Um. Because they've had Rocky. It's been Rocky, but then yeah. I feel like it's getting. I think a little Mark. Bit better. I think I just put this note. This is my last note. Mark feels like he's pushing Layla away. You think? Like I feel like you saw after the fight scene. I think it was they were in the jeep together. He was like. Mark seemed very cold towards her, like mm. pushing her away, you know. Like go away. And yeah, and I don't know if that's because he's trying to protect her mm-hmm. or if he just doesn't want to be with her. I mean, I think it's more because he's trying to protect her. I think He so. doesn't want yeah. her involved in all this. Mm-hmm. He, I think he still loves her 100%, and I think the only reason he wanted a divorce was so Kachu wouldn't mess with her. Yeah. Kind of sad. I'm just thinking, well, like the only reason I ask is because I remember they were on a boat together yeah. going to that uh, black to Anton's yeah, place. a little reminiscing. And they were reminiscing about their wedding, about because there was like people on the other side of the boat, like dancing and singing, yeah. and they were saying, "Oh, remember? I haven't heard that sound in our wedding." And I'm yeah. like, "Does he miss that?" I think he does. So I think he does. That's why I'm like thinking, like, does today? I want to know if they were married before Kanchu got to Mark, I'm assuming, or vice yeah. versa. I would think. I would assume so. Yeah, maybe. Because like, but she never knew anything about his personality. True, unless like Stephen, the Stephen personality just came about. Yeah. So very interesting. I want to know. I'm just curious is like, she does Mark still want to be with her, but then at the same time, you have to also protect her. Very and, much like a Spider Man. Yeah. Protecting Mary Jane, mm-hmm. protecting like No Way Home, protecting MJ. You know, it's just got that you don't dynamic. Ru- you don't want to kill them because of you. You yeah. caused all this. Mm-hmm. So you want to separate them in order for them to be protected while stopping the villain at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm curious, like, and I think we kind of i mean from episode two we i think we kind of said that Kanchu might use be have yeah. Layla as the next avatar yeah i think that's what his like big threat has been yeah to why he still keeps mark around mm-hmm. or why mark is still doing it for him so 
I uh, did you like the fight scene? I feel like the fight scene was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked it. We really got to see Moon Knight go like full out. You know, we've only seen him fight jackals at this point. This mm-hmm. this time it's been actual humans, actual people. <laughs> yeah, actual people. Yeah, he's been using his what, what we call them, moon rings or whatever. Moon boomerangs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they come back to him. You, yeah. They do. I didn't yeah. even notice that mm-hmm. until this episode. Uh, but yeah, it just seemed like really gritty, and it kind of showed how strong he is mm-hmm. but without showing that he is he can be taken down he can't he's not overpowered yeah exactly like mm-hmm. there was a moment where he was like full on on the ground stakes inside him yeah and like 20 million yeah <laughs> and he actually was taking a beating so it doesn't show i like that i like that he they show that he's not like complete like you said overpowered mm-hmm. he there are weaknesses to every superhero yeah so yes and no <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean i like is there a weakness for thor <laughs> yes and no yes and no depends I, on the emotion exactly. he, has, he has emotion stuff <laughs> so that's his weakness <laughs> but yeah i like how um, moon knight's like always so mysterious mm-hmm. like they turn around they're like where is he and then of course he's right above him <laughs> he's like oh hi yeah he's like definitely like batman vibes yeah i know so that's why I'm, like i think it's i said it before we talked about moon knight in general like it's like the uh marvel version of batman i know so i like it though i think mm-hmm. it, it's doing pretty well done i like the suit a lot more than i ever had before i, I think like, it's awesome i feel like we're, we saw more detail of the suit itself as well yeah and i don't think it's all cgi yeah the hood is for sure and the cape is like really cgi and it, yeah you can see it like really noticeable so i don't like that but mm-hmm. other than that i think it looks really cool I like the scene where he's like Moon Knight sprinting at him and he's like really fast. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's really cool just to see him like how strong he actually is. I really like that scene, the scene where he was like stabbed multiple times and you could see um, Moon Knight's face goes back. and it's, Yeah, the hood came off. The hood came off and you could see Mark's face only with the, yeah. with the suit on. And then it's like, oh shit, you can see the realization and stuff. Yeah, it isn't just like someone hiding behind the mask. Mm-hmm. You could hear him talking to Layla too, even when he had the hood on. Yeah. You know, the lights, the, what is it, the like white beams in his eyes, like they're, like that's him. It's real him. Yeah, yeah it's not like Hanchu taking over. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's good to know. It's just, a, it's like a layer of protection, essentially. Yeah, grounds him a little bit mm-hmm. by seeing him take off that, like that uh, hood. Yeah, it's like, um, who said it? It was like Tony Stark's line. Uh, mm-hmm. If, oh shoot what was that line from homecoming uh if you can't do it without the suit then you shouldn't need the suit at all i think like so that. yeah so i kind of i feel like that's a cool in my opinion like a cool reminiscence mm-hmm. like a little flashback i guess or hatback or whatever you call mm-hmm. it a nod there we yeah go. yeah um to that stuff there this was the first this episode was the first time we got to see like uh, mr knight actually form on to steven yeah um you know the first episode two you saw him falling mm-hmm. and then it was just there and then even when he was switching from moon knight to mr knight in that fight scene it was like the the flashing That's and then sick. it was like instantly there mm-hmm. this time we got to see him like when he was with Kanchu, he like wrapped around him like like similar what moon knight forms onto mark mm-hmm. i thought that was cool and i really thought it was interesting that um Kanchu was actually working with steven for the first time yeah you know Steve, he just constantly kept saying the idiots back don't what did he say the i can, worm yeah he's like i summon the gods you summon, summon the, the worm, worm. Mm-hmm. and i'm like <laughs> he's like he won't give you the body back but then to see him like oh that you're actually making sense he knows maybe, maybe you are of some use yeah like he contributed to helping find the uh with putting that the constellations the constellations to the together location for Amit, yeah. mm-hmm. so like now that Kanchu kind of realized that he's like he's probably like 
oh, he can be useful in some yeah, situations. Like, maybe this could work out into my benefit. <laughs> yeah, but now that Kanji's gone, yeah. like, yeah, what, you, like what now? I know, he's a dick. <laughs> I like him, though. He's yeah. Like a, he's like a funny dick. I don't know. Like, he's like, throw the kid over the, the cliff. Oh, I thought he was. I didn't think that was going to happen. I know. I'm like, what the f- it's like he says that he always was with the humans, mm-hmm. whereas the other gods were left. Like, left the humans away. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And use the avatars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't see any other gods throughout this show, at least not now. And I just like how Kanchu is always either perched or just sitting. Like chilling. He's always watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's always chilling. Like he was sitting on that rock all relaxing, or that car on the cliff all relaxing and stuff it mm-hmm. just looks so funny i thought it was weird because like i would only assume Kanchi would only appear at night i know and I... yeah that was the first time we saw him in day too yeah. oh no we saw him a little bit in episode one but that was oh yeah true but yeah i like that stupid pigeon i know <laughs> oh my god so... but like you get ahead now i feel like i said he's learning that steven can actually be of use yeah and i like it I feel like that's also more with this episode at least we're seeing more of steven's potential yeah definitely so yeah. I'm hoping this will grow a little bit more within the next couple episodes. Yeah, moving forward, I hope we get to see more of their dynamic, Mark and Steven, and possibly even Jake. I well, don't know if he's good or bad. I know. Can you imagine having, like, an evil personality? Like, I that's mean, what essentially what's happening here, yeah. like an evil twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen that uh, movie Split with yeah. Jake McAvoy? Yeah. It kind of, it's kind of giving me a little bit of that. Yeah, Split's awesome. Mm, kind of giving me that personality stuff. So. The Beast. Yeah. The yeah, beast could fucking, be Jake. Yeah, fucking Jake is the beast for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're excited to see where this show goes. Three more weeks. And then Doctor Strange, like I mentioned, like three times in this episode. I know. Very excited. Um, Any, any like, theories on where it's going to go? Um, I think, but... Do you I know, think, do you have, like, an idea if they're going to connect into the MCU at the end? I feel like at the... I, isn't there a thing where we might be introduced to Blade or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's going to be Blade or Werewolf by Night. Yeah. So, like, I know that's a possibility with the end of episode six. I'm thinking for episode four, it might be Layla takes Steven to the hospital. And then there's, like, more background with what we're going to learn with that. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my possible theory with what episode four will be about. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Learning more about that. Maybe see a personal... A possible um, appearance by Jake. Yeah. I mean, we, it's pretty obvious we're going to see Amit resurrect. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's for sure going to happen. Yeah. Very curious to see who's the Avatar, what's going to happen, what kind of powers that Avatar might have. That's and just true. see him fight Moon Knight. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. Uh, go follow our Instagram. Yeah, you've been posting a lot. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep updated. Yes. So I want to do some extra stuff that isn't just pertaining to our episodes, where we can have other posts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, we'll see you next week because we've been keeping it up with the schedule. Hopefully, this works out. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one. Bye, guys. <laughs>